This is a collect call from Carmen Kane. An internal inmate in hell. This service is provided by Hell to Pay Telecommunications. For rate information, press 1. Fala Espanol, presiona número 2. To accept this call, press 3 now. Thank you for using Hell to Pay Telecommunications. This call will be recorded and subject to internal hellfire and damnation at any time. Hi, this is Herman Cain. You know, Mr. 999 Taxes. Looks like I'm in hell. I knew I was in hell because it's so hot down here. It's like being inside of a pizza oven all the time. When they say it's hotter than the devil's ass, I tell you, that is that is no lie. It's very hot down here in hell. And uh, then I started seeing people that were real evil. You got Saddam Hussein and that motherfucking pedophile Epstein's over there. Probably doing something with some demons. Anyway, I just want to apologize for all the shit I talked about when I was on Earth. I was wrong. And give me a minute. You don't you see me on the goddamn phone? Stupid motherfucker. That motherfucking Hitler, you know, he likes to play cards, but he's a cheater. But I still play with that mother. You have one more minute for your call. I don't have much time left uh, on this call, but I just want to say, uh, again, I'm sorry for everything I said, and I was wrong for being a sellout motherfucker to my own people. But, uh, hey, that's what you do when white people give you power, and, you know, you run with it. But anyway... I hope everybody has a good life, because mine is eternally burning right now. I'm on fire. As a matter of fact, I'm on fire right now. It's hot. And I can't stop burning. Anyway, I wish I was back on Earth. I wish I put on that mask. But God damn it, I'm down here making pizzas for everybody. I told that motherfucker I don't know how to make pizza. I just own the place. But it felt like it was my punishment to make pizzas. And every time I make a pizza, it comes out burnt. Every goddamn time. You have 15 seconds left. Well, that's it. My minutes are running out, and I won't get another five for another 500 years. So anyway, <laughs> please help me. Pray for Herman Cain's soul. Gotta go. Bye. You have no more time. <laughs> This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is our... And I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Oh, y'all just trying to blame me out. Oh, George. Stop being a fucker. <laughs> this is a trigger warning. Killed 50 people. Politics, racism, sexual abuse. So this is supposed to be a food. Let me finish. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I am here with my main mens. Yo, this is dot a.k.a. You got me incredibly fucked up right now. You I'll got your you boy pin in the building. I'll tell you on the check-in. Please proceed. <laughs> Yo, L is fired up right now. Yo, you got your boy Vin in the building. Charged. Been in the building, a.k.a. in my basement with no A.C. and it's hot in this motherfucker. And L got to send me one of his A.C.s that he got left over. Peace. <laughs> What's up? This is Alder. The fifth member of the Whispers. <laughs> so what's going on in your lives, fellas? Let's get it started. I'm going to let Leon go first because he's yes. chomping at the fucking bit. Go ahead, L. What's going on? What's up, God? Peace, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, son, right. my man's in them. <laughs> so we record the show on Monday, Monday evening. 
And today was really an off day for me because I didn't sleep well last night and I had to sleep, take a nap this afternoon. I didn't really get to eat all day. So I was like planning my day. I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure, you know, cut my hair, do my little routine and order my food so I can eat prior to drinking. So I had to go full Black Karen, a.k.a. Kareem, out in these streets. (laughs) Because Grubhub, and yes, I am calling them out. Fuck them niggas, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I ordered from this restaurant, and I'm not going to call out the restaurant right now. I'm going to let them live because the food is really good, and I don't want, and it's a black-owned restaurant. But I get the text message that my food is going to be delayed. Then I get another message that the text message, I mean, the um, food is going to be delayed. So now it is going to be hour and a half after the time in which I placed this order. So I text the driver just to say, hey, I see that it's delayed. No problem. Just, you know, hit me back. I'm here. So then I get a message from, I think it was actually seamless, but they're the same, one and the same. So then I get a message saying that your food has arrived. So I go downstairs to meet the driver. The driver has already left 10 minutes ago. How do I know this? Because I call Grubhub slash seamless and they tell me that the driver could not locate me. So he left on the ticket. Is my address with my apartment number? So please tell me, how the fuck did he not have the ability and all the information necessary to find me? So I call Grubhub. Grubhub customer service. How can I help? When I explained to him. This is the third time that this has happened, particularly with this one restaurant. Again, not ready to air them out, but I'll give them one more chance. And the representative asked me, What would you like to do to resolve this? So I say, I'd like my food. She says, Well, the driver left 10 minutes ago and I won't be able to locate him, but I would be willing to give you 50% of your money. 50%? So I say, So I say, Bitch, are you dumb? <laughs> are you stupid? Are you dumb? Is you stupid? No, hold on. You, you, didn't, you didn't use the B word. You are talking to a hangry black man <laughs> who has not eaten all day. This is Kareem. This is Kareem you're talking about. This, this is Kareem. So she said, <laughs> you said, hold on, somebody want to talk to you. <laughs> Kareem, chill, chill, Kareem. Kareem, Kareem. Give me the phone, son. So I go, no, you're going to refund all of my money, every cent of it. And she, she goes and, can I put you on hold for a second? I'm like, I don't know why you need to put me on hold for this, but sure, go ahead. So she comes she back. The spitting food button. On right. <laughs> exactly. So she comes back. She says that, yes, um, they're going to refund my money. So then she says, is there anything else I can do for you? I say no, but 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 here's I want I want to be very clear about this. And I say, I don't understand what's going on when I contact this particular restaurant because I just used the service with another restaurant. The driver calls me. I come downstairs. I pick up the food. Everything's fine. She says, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I've done all I can do today with the attitude. So I go, I'm going to tell you one motherfucking thing right now. I'm going to get off the phone because all I'm going to do at this point is curse you the fuck out. (laughs) And you don't really deserve that, but you don't know how to serve customers in this capacity. So I'm going to get the fuck off the phone. And she's like, thank you for your click. But let me tell you something, Grubhub. If I catch you out in these motherfucking streets, it's going to be. <laughs> you better not be wearing a Grubhub pack. Oh, it is shit. On. It's on. Oh, on my God. On, on site. Oh, right. so, shit. So, 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 L, you don't, you don't feel like you provoked her by calling her a bitch? She provoked me by suggesting she's going to give me 50% of my money with no food delivered. Please, Mr. Leon, don't get nasty with me. I'm so sorry you're still hungry and you haven't received your food yet. <laughs> but I'm going to give you half off of the food you did not get and you'll still be hungry. Exactly. How does that sound to you, sir? Does that sound fair? Is you stupid or is you dumb? Did, did you get something to eat? Did you ultimately get some food? Yeah, so then I ordered five guys, which I should not have ordered, but I was angry. So that's angry ordering. 
Let me get a cheeseburger, right. fucking onions on this shit. Meanwhile, my heart is racing over here. I'm I'm hoping I last these fucking shows. Because you're hungry or because you have high blood pressure from eating them for, that fucking food? <laughs> you eating Five Guys fries. I'm not even messing with the burger till next Yo, week, probably. We're I think I, throw it out. Hold up. I think Five Guys actually... Um, before they fry their fries, they actually soak it in salt water <laughs> and then add salt after they fry it. <laughs> Shit is so. as fuck. Yo, it's funny you said it because I didn't eat until about four o'clock today. I got up in the morning, I had my coffee, whatever. But then just, you know, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like cooking anything. So I was like, all right, now like at I started looking at eleven o'clock for something to eat. And then it's like I didn't really find anything in there. I didn't want to order breakfast because you can't I find it hard to order breakfast from those services just because it seems like the food comes in, it's soggy or the pancakes are not going to be made right. Or you you, you got to You have to basically go to the restaurant, pick it up yourself and eat it within five minutes. Because if it's if it's in that Grubhub bag, son, it's coming in. The pancakes is full of uh, of hot, uh, you know, styrofoam sweat. It's just not good. And this is coming it's not from good. Who used to deliver food. Well, what I used to do is. I, I had my own little oven in my car because I cared so much. <laughs> no, we know what you used to do. You yeah, you got the shit. air condition. Oh, you, you ain't going to that nigga. well. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry that happened to you, brother. Yeah, man. She had my blood pressure way too Oh, hard. my God. Mm-mm-mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Decoding 40. What's going on with you, Rick? Oh, man. I think blood boiling situations is going to be the theme of this show. (laughs) (laughs) A few days ago, I just happened to walk to my front door, which has like a two way mirror sort of on the on the screen door. So you can't see in, but I can see out. And I just happened to go by the front door and I had the kids with me. And it was, you know, uh, my wife was just getting ready to wrap up work and come down. And I look out the door and there's this woman going through the back of her car and emptying trash and dumping it right in front of my house. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, is she is she for real? So I open the door and I'm and I'm also trying to make sure that the, the kids don't run outside. I open the door and I'm like, excuse me, why are you dumping trash in front of my house? And she says, I'm not dumping trash in front of your house. I was like, I just saw you do it. <laughs> so so there was already like two half empty water bottles that she threw in front of my house. So she's saying, I didn't throw anything in front of your house. I said, why would you do that? I recognize the car. She lives in an apartment building across the street. Wow. I see you like, I see you like every other day. Like she's a younger woman. She's probably in like late 20s, early 30s. She drives a nice new BMW truck. Ethnicity check. She's black. <laughs> she might, she might, she might have been, she might have oh, been Jamaican. Man. I couldn't really mm. make out the accent. We didn't have a lot of conversation, but she mm. kind of sounded Jamaican. Why well, I need to admit I dropped my water bottle in front of your house. <laughs> she says, okay. I didn't do it. And I just watched you do it through the glass through the glass mm. door, right? But you can't see me to know that I just saw you do it, right? She says, I didn't do it. Right. So I can't go outside. I want to go outside, but I can't because the kids are there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, I'll just lock the door and leave them inside. But I'm like, no, I'll come back and they'll burn down the house. <laughs> so I waited for my wife to wrap up her session. She came downstairs. I said, I told her what just happened. In the meantime, she got in her car. She pulled off. But then I saw her come back around and then she parked in front of her building on the other side of the street. And I'm 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 just hot. I, like, I can't even believe you would do that and disrespect me like that in my face. Right. Sounds so like somebody I get has the some water bottles on their car. Yeah. <laughs> I got the broom. Started sweeping them up. Swept up all the trash in front of my house. All of it. Oh. Put them in a in a bag. And I'm like, baby, I'm about to go across the street. I'm about to go, I'm about to, go to jail. She, she, <laughs> she gave me two thumbs up. Mm. She's like, defend the kingdom. Right? <laughs> so I grab this bag of trash and I'm, I'm marching across the street. I see her car is right there on the corner. I plan on just leaving half of it on the front, half of it on the back. So she doesn't miss it at all. Mm. So I walk up 
and the car is still running. So I'm like, okay, I don't see her in there. The windows are tinted. And I'm walking past the front and I look inside and there's a dude sitting in the passenger seat. He wasn't there when she was emptying the stuff in front of the, in front of the house. And I'm like, all right, I'm in Flatbush, Brooklyn. What am I going to do? Am I going to get shot step to this dude? Cause now it's, now it's going to be a situation, right? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You're not going to disrespect me like that. I knock on the window. He rolls down the window. I was like, your homegirl, she's driving this, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, she left this bag of trash, all this trash. She left it in front of my house. It's not acceptable. He's like, all right, I'll take care of it. And he took it. Now, dude was big. And, you know, we live in East Flatbush. Anything could go down. (laughs) I already know that she's an island girl. I don't know who, you know, this could have been Screwface in the the trash business. But he he was very respectful mm. and he took the trash and then I, I went back. I went back home. You know now, what? Because I was, he's probably seen her do that before. Yeah. And, and that's why he knew uh, she was a dirty skunk. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know <laughs> what, what he knew she was a dirty skunk. And he's like, yeah. you know what? I know she's a dirty skunk. <laughs> but I love her. But I love her. But I pull him good. But what what color is is a truck that she drives? Wow, it's black. It's a black. black no, no. It's a it's a black X five. And the thing is, like she, I've seen her before. Like I see her pretty often, and she wears a uniform. I'm not sure uh, if it's a security guard, but it's it's like a uniform with a badge on the on the shoulder. Mm. It's not. She's not a police officer. It Top could point. be. It could be like port port authority. Mm. It could be you know like I don't Gee, know border patrol. I don't know. Said border it, patrol. No. It's not. It's not TSA. Okay. But it could be like customs. The reason why I ask you what kind of truck she drives because I remember the, one of the last times I was probably at your house not yeah. recently. I saw her. Not her. I saw someone dumping the dumping out of their car like literally just throwing the shit out of the car. And it was a BMW. It could be the same person. And I'm like, you live here. Right. Yeah. You live right there. Why would you do this in your own neighborhood? Are you are you out of your mind? And why did you dump that in front of my house? Does my house look abandoned? Well, you know what? Maybe before, you know, the the previous owners uh, had some beef. Well, before we were here, my father in law was. No, no. Before before him. Who was there before him? Yeah, I don't know. That's that what I'm is. saying. You don't know. It could be. But it, it don't. This don't. It don't look like a. It don't look like a, a crack house. What I'm saying is, it's some, <laughs> it, it could be some angry woman. Like that's where Dexter live. My pass some <laughs> cool punch upon his porch and drop it right there. That bomba cloth. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> I know he still I, live there. He don't want to come out the house, but I know he lived there. <laughs> I I fully expected this to be the start of garbage, garbage wars. Garbage, 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 garbage. Mm, because yeah. I was expecting to come out the next day to see <laughs> that bag out there. And then, you know, I would have had to go to the BMW uh, hacker website and figure out how to open her car oh. and put the shit <laughs> in the car. Now, no, what you do, no, what you do is you get a you get a tennis ball. You get a tennis ball, right? You get a tennis ball, you cut a small hole in the tennis ball and you put it on the side of it. Now she has a, she probably has keyless entry, but most uh, vehicles have that one keyhole for um, valet and things of that nature. So yeah. I saw the video where you take the tennis ball and you push it right on top of that little slot where the key goes in and you, and you, you basically uh, crush the tennis ball and you shoot the air inside of it. And what it does is somehow it unlocks the door. So no, I don't. I mean, this is it's 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 a pretty new one. It's probably a year or two old, maybe mm. maybe two or three years old. But you know, her license plates are right there. I would look her up. I would get in the building. I like how you're giving this so much thought. Wow. And I would start hanging dirty diapers on her oh, front door. Yeah, wow. I got. Yo, I got a baby that produces real dookie every day. <laughs> smelly, the smelliest, the smelliest. Uh, yo. You don't want this smoke. Yeah. Listen, and, listen. It's, and it's free. I don't even have to pay for it. Like, mm. I, can, I, got, I can deliver I got it every fleet. day. Yo, there was, there was going to be doo-doo underneath the handle of a, a car. Like, yeah, that was that was going to happen. I might need wow. to go to your services. I've got an upstairs neighbor that gets on my fucking last nerve. And I keep having thoughts of putting like shit and oil at that front door. Oh, 
<laughs> wow. Shit and oil. Why, why shit and oil? Well, the shit because of the smell and the oil because they'll slip and fall into the shit. Yeah. Oh God. Yo, y'all got too much fucking time on your hands, man. You guys, think about man. No, a, a bad hey. neighbor will take you there. A bad Let's, neighbor will yo. take you there. Let's talk next wow. week. I'll have a whole new batch of dirty <laughs> wow. diapers for you. <laughs> wow. Reload. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Vin, what is going on with you? Are you killing people in the streets? What's going on? Like, wow. No, I'm, I'm not killing anybody in the streets, but uh, I, I definitely uh, empathize with both L and Rick on Bad Neighbors because I've had my share across the street, but that neighbor seemed to have calmed down. I guess the heat, you know, shut her ass up. But, um, I mean, other than that, everything's cool, man. You know, working it last last week was a rough week for me, man. It was like, uh, it seems like every day I went into work, it's it, at one thirty when I'm about to go home, some shit popped off. So I had to do some overtime. Uh gentlemen um last week lost their leg over there at one two five. I saw the video, my boy took a video of it. A dude was on a platform with a missing leg, and wow. they don't even know what train hit him. So wow. it was either a two or a three train. And that area over there is bad with drugs. I, you know, yeah. that leads me into this. I, you know, de Blasio is the worst fucking mayor we have ever had. Uh, no, no. De Blasio is, is, is like fucking Koch because he's not, I'm telling you from personal experience, he's doing nothing for the homeless problem in New York City. He's doing nothing for the drug problem in New York City. I see that shit every day on the train. They're not doing anything. All they do is they kick them out the subway. They clean the subway. They've actually had buses upstairs where they had these people sleeping in the buses because there was nowhere to put them. And then at five o'clock, they let them back downstairs in the subways. Oh, I got to challenge wow. you a little bit because Bloomberg and uh, Rudy didn't do anything. No, Julie Bloomberg I put them on a bus. Well, yeah, he just shipped him out of the city. He didn't do anything hey, to solve hey, the homeless. He, but he did something. He did something. <laughs> he did, he did something. something. He got him the fuck out of here. He said, "Yeah, here's a one way to Miami. Right Go down to Wet Willies, okay? Tell him Bloomberg right sent back. you, and you get a cocktail for free. So he just kicked his can down the road. Yeah. All I'm saying is I, I'm speaking from what I see. And what I see is that there's nothing to be done. And when I called the homeless outreach one point at one point, I got, a, I got someone on the phone, and they were like, we don't have a van to come down to South Ferry. To, to help you out with the homeless people. We have one van in the city right now. So what do you think that he should do? I think that all the money you're giving to the police department, you need to take some of that money and help these people. Oh, defund the police. I hear oh, you. Oh. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying get rid of the police, but, you know, the police that's, department that's don't need tanks. Defund the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't need, we don't, they don't need fucking tanks. There's a problem right now. And the, 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 the fucked up thing is that when you call the police to help you with a situation, if they fucking show up, they're not doing anything right now because they're feeling some type of way about all the protesting. So unless they're, the, the fucking person you're calling on is holding a bloody knife in one hand and a severed head in the other, they're not doing anything. There was a guy on a train just the other day who was butt naked. No clothes on, no shoes, no socks, no nothing. In a wheelchair. It was hot. <laughs> it is a heat wave. It is a heat wave. And the wheelchair is all hot. Listen, in the wheelchair, the only thing the cops did was take him off the wheelchair, put him on a platform, and he got on the next train. They did nothing to help this man. They did nothing to remove him from the system. My thing is, first Wait, of did, all, did they did they put him on the next train still naked? Yes. They just oh, put them on the platform. You probably explain to them, listen, you know how sticky these uh, wheelchairs are when you got your clothes on? All I'm saying is, <laughs> dude, there is no... I can't be down here in 102 degrees on this platform. My balls are sweating, man. Come on, give me a fucking break. You know the AC feels better when it fit, when it when it grows across your balls. If you write no. me a ticket, where, I'm gonna, where am I going to keep it? Up my ass? Come on. And, and, and what's funny was... Put me on the train were, uptown, please. When they was pulling him off the train, he was he was belligerent as fuck. Get off of me, goddamn! Don't touch me, motherfucker. Yeah, 
But th- that's the thing. There's no there's no help for these people. No, and it's fucked up. Point, I would disagree. There is help. There is no commitment to helping them, though. The city has not made it a commitment to really invest in how do we address the homelessness problem? How do we address so many issues? Just adequate, affordable housing, food deserts, all of these things, job job uh, creation. There is no true commitment. This is why when uh, de Blasio steps on his high horse and his platform talking about Trump, I'm like, bro, you need to look in the mirror. Exactly. Exactly. Because he's not doing anything. And 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 he he's he's like the king of all panderers, man. The reason why he got voted because he put his black son up there with the afro and shit and everybody felt, oh, wow, wow. And that was around the Obama administration time and everybody was riding that high and he got elected. Well, I'll tell you, he hasn't done anything. That was pivotal for me because I thought maybe having a black son, he would be able to empathize and sympathize with what's happening in the black community. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. He does. He's done nothing. <laughs> he's done nothing. I was wrong. Look, I, yeah, but I, I think, think he's you the, guys most, go back. the most ineffective mayor of our lifetime. Like he's not. He's he, he's not in control of this yeah. city. He's no, to yeah. be honest. He's never the police. The police union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got, if you guys go back and look at the other candidates, though, that he was running against, he was still the best choice of the candidates he was running against. Not true. He was okay. Who else was running? Weiner. You had, you had, you had, and and you you had. Listen, Weiner compared to Trump. You know what's funny? I think Weiner would 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 be a good man. He would have been a better man. He would have been. He would have been. No, he y'all like the show right dick. Y'all, no, 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 hold on, no, hold on, no, 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 hold on. On the surface, he would have been a good yeah, mayoral right. candidate, right. but his impulse control, <laughs> his character was, is crap. Yo, yeah. what was his name? What was one of his names? Yo, danger, he, uh, uh, something danger, right, Johnny right. Danger. Johnny Danger, and he said he was an eighteen-year-old or something like that, a teenager. He had he had a had a whole fucking thing. I tell you one thing, he should he he should fucking do a fucking book. And name that shit Johnny Danger. The Adventures of Johnny Danger. Did you guys watch the documentary? The, the documentary called Wiener? You gotta yeah, watch it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it's that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's hilarious. You gotta it. watch Carlos Danger. Carlos oh, yes. Danger. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. They called me Danger. <laughs> Carlos Danger. I didn't know we were going to talk about mayor, mayoral uh, candidates. And I, Mac, I'm going to let you get to your uh, check-in. But I just found out that uh, Maya... Um, Maya Wiley, MSNBC uh, contributor and one of the uh, professors or uh, admins over at the new school is going to be putting her hat in the mayoral race next. uh, Oh, I'm I'm all in for that. I'm all in for I love her. She's amazing. She is amazing. So she comes from from great stock, too. So I I wish I wish her luck. But I I think I think that the city is going to go get reactionary and the cops. And that, and see that's another reason why uh well he's not he can't run again right he's got that's, Blasio, 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 he's can't done. run again yeah he's done unless he yeah. pulls a uh, nah he doesn't he, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have the cash he doesn't have the cojones no he doesn't he's a he's no, a no. fucking that's man. Old. he's that's a turd old. he's a turd decoding forty after hearing all your first world problems, I ain't everything's good in my life. I ain't got no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Leon's like, I can't get my problem. food delivered through my app on time. Alaric's <laughs> like, my <laughs> my neighbors are vandalizing my frontage. I ain't got none of those problems. Everything's all right. Everything's cool. The only thing I will say is, um, which kind of leads into our first, like everything's good in my life. I can't complain working. That's it. Um, but I have been thinking about a lot and, and trying to really get back focused on, because as you guys know, last year I was on this heavy, is I'm really trying to get back into like my self-care. And I've been thinking a lot about this because um, the legendary, notable Bismarcky is in the hospital. And I thought he was in the hospital for COVID, but he's actually in the hospital for diabetes related issues. And he's been in there for quite a long time. I don't know if he's been released yet, but I think he was in there at least three, four weeks. Um, so, you know, prayers and love out to him and his family. But, um, you know, what are you guys doing? Not only, you know, within the, within the pandemic, but of course, we're all in the context of that. Uh, what are you guys doing around your self-care regimens right now? So like right, right before I got hit with COVID, you know, I, I just started getting back into um, exercising regularly and um, like just getting up every morning and just being active and trying to do something. And then COVID hit me and I was down for three weeks. And then it took a little while to even get my full strength back. But that's when I decided I was going to start trying to run again. And 
you know, sort of like run walk for two miles. And then I ended up going into the hospital for a week. And that sort of took me out of my routine. So like now I really feel like I've, I've gotten back into this routine where I'm, I'm running three times a week. I'm trying to do other things either once or twice a week, you know, just doing like body weight exercises, calisthenics. Cause I, I, I mean, since this thing started, I probably put on 20 pounds mm. right now. I'm, well, the last time I was at the doctor, I weighed in at 230. And this is definitely the heaviest I've ever been in in my life. And uh, I know that I don't want it to get, uh, I don't want to get bigger than, than what's happening now. But my, my, my focus is really on getting fit and then letting everything else sort of fall into play. So I haven't messed with any, any um, sort of shifts in my diet. But right now I'm trying to do the intermittent, intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm just on 12 hours. Like I'm not, I'm not eating anything. So I wake up in the morning, let's say, typically I wake up at like 7 or 6.30, 7. I don't eat until two hours after I'm already up. And I don't eat um, after a certain, if I go to bed at 10, I don't eat after 8. Just trying to sort of, get everything in everything in order. But I knew that I couldn't do the diet and the exercise all at the same time. Like I had to sort of get in one routine before I started the next routine. And then now at the end of the end of the workout, the end of the run, five minutes of meditation, which I hope to extend to 20 minutes eventually. But just trying to feel sane again in this, in this whatever's happening in this world is like so crazy. And then, of course, I'm doing a weekly um, therapy, just another release, you know, for all this crazy stuff. Well, I've been hitting the weights pretty hard, guys. You know, um, I'm up to uh, I'm lifting about 400 pounds. I'm curling about 300, <laughs> you know, uh, in between, uh, you know, my metric shakes <laughs> and uh, my water fast. You know, I'm getting pretty diesel right now. You know, I can uh, actually bite through metal and lift cars. You know, <laughs> no, the actually, lie detector determined. That was a lie. <laughs> In between the cupcakes, you see. Um, you know what? <laughs> I haven't been doing shit, to be honest with you. I need to, because like Rick said, I, I've definitely, and, and, and L always talks about the COVID-19 pounds. I've definitely uh, picked up some weight. But I, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's a mental thing. I, I don't know, man. I, I just haven't felt like doing anything exercise-wise. I try to watch what I eat, and I'm, and I'm, and I think what Rick said was true. Is like you gotta get it. You gotta get one grasp of something first. You gotta grasp mm-hmm. on the diet first. Mm-hmm. Once you get that regimen again, but I've my diet has been like shit. You know what I mean? Um, and when I'm at work, I, I've been trying to bring my lunch into work, but I have it because of the heat. You don't want to cook, so it's like I'm not gonna cook and then bring something to work, and then I'll try to do good and like. Well, I'll get a salad at the job and then I get home and I have a fucking, you know, chicken palm hero, you know, and garlic bread. So that's like, you know, counterproductive. But I mean, overall, I do. I definitely have to uh, get a hold of what I've been eating. The mental health thing, you know, therapy is great. I haven't been able to go in the last three weeks because every fucking Friday I've been held at work past my appointment time. So I had to cancel. The good thing is that, you know, my therapist says she's going to uh, start having hours in September actually opening up, which I'm looking forward to because this video thing, I, I really I'm not a fan of it. It helps, mm-hmm. but I'm not a fan of it. I'd rather be in person. And it just I guess it allows it's just a different energy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. You know, but, uh, you know, hey, and and then, you know, between lifting the beers to my mouth, I'm pretty good, you know? I'm strong here. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking strong. And you know how heavy these fucking beers can be. When you lift these beers to your fucking mouth, yeah, I'm fucking strong here, all right? You should see my arms. I'm ripped. I'm fucking ripped. You can wash laundry on my uh, fucking stomach. Um, For me, I, I the last couple of weeks have been tough with the renovations and the construction in the apartment. So I've been doing a lot of stress eating. And I haven't been working out like I, I had been. But prior to this, I had been working out pretty much every day, even if it was just for 30 minutes, and which is pretty impressive for me because I'm usually the guy 
And I lost this excuse, excuse when um, COVID hit, faking like I'm going to the gym. So <laughs> now I can't be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow because I'm not going to go to the gym at all, ever. <laughs> I'll but be I back, have, honey. Yeah. But I, his I water bottle is full of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes to the park and sits there with the pigeons and shit. <laughs> this is my workout, all right. But Leave I do go alone. to the park in the morning. I, I was going in the morning and just running the trip. Well, I would uh, run and uh, jog up the hill, and then run the track a couple of times, and then head back home. Um, so that was a good like jump start for me, and it it kind of kept me motivated. And I started doing resistance bands which i found very helpful but as far as uh, therapy i do want to get back into therapy i i i hear what you're saying Vin, in terms of it being very different and a different type of energy when you're doing the uh the video call it's like the but, dis- distance learning of uh, distance yeah, therapy you know? yeah but i just need to um probably open up that channel again just so i can get some thoughts uh out with the therapist and just kind of get some feedback because I've been relatively good. I think the only thing that I've been struggling with is how this time is exposing so much bullshit. And a lot in my mind and in my estimation, a lot of things have been revealed to be just farces and just complete hypocrisy. And a part of me is, is struggling dealing with this new level of consciousness and, and transparency that I'm seeing people really just don't care. They, they really are at a point where they are being brazen enough to break the law and know that they have the complexion of protection in order to not worry about any repercussions. And is a part that I'm really kind of struggling with, which is weird because I've always known this. But it just seems like each week another level of or, or the veil becomes a little bit more transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, so me trying to deal with that and, and trying to prepare my sons for that. That's the piece I need to start articulating out loud with someone. All right. So what are you doing, Mac? Are you just uh, eating sandwiches or what are you doing? What are you doing? for to, No, to I'm, I'm getting up early. I'm walking. I see what happens. I'm getting up early. I'm walking. Um, problem is, there's too many people in the park. Um, so I'm trying to find another place to go. I live in the city, and it's kind of annoying. You know, I'm I'm I am I got a life coach. I'm looking for a therapist, and I am uh, trying to get back on my diet game. Trying to get back on the diet game. I feel like a prisoner in the house, man. I want to. I need to get out. Like I told you, I need to. I Why need don't to you go. just put a fucking mask on and walk out the house? You act like COVID's gonna get you in the, I, the in the, in the, in the goddamn yeah. elevator and stab you. COVID's going to get you. But where am I going? Like, where am I going? I gave up my office. I can't go to the bar after work and have a drink. I can't hang out with you guys and have a drink. What the fuck am I going? You can walk around. Yeah, I, I can, but I live in the city. It's too many people. I, it's too That's much. I actually live in the city. What are you talking? Yeah. About? I don't. I, and you don't. You, you do not me. have to touch them. <laughs> it's too many people. For oh, me. maybe he wants to touch them. It's this not that. Became interesting. This nigga's turning into an agoraphobic. <laughs> people, people, people. Kim I, didn't like, I didn't like going outside too too much before. I, people are not wearing fucking masks. They're not social distancing. I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. I'm in the park. I'm walking. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. I'm like, all right, I did eight laps, 10 laps, whatever. I was like, let me just take a five-minute break. I'm sitting on the bench, and I'm on the phone, and I take my mask up. There is, between me and the other side of the road, there's 20, 25 feet. Why do you got to, with no mask on, why do you got to walk right up on me as you're walking by? You see me here. Why can't you just, like, move to the other side? People are, like, too close. I go to the supermarket. People on top of me. I can't, I can't, I can't deal, B. I can't, I can't deal like that. Like you need a therapist. Are not taking, you, no, they, no, they're not. No, I'm, I'm good. No, no, no joke. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, no, I'm, I'm not yeah, no, you do, you do sound you do. like you are on the precipice of maybe falling yeah. into some type nah. of uh, agoraphobia. Yeah. Yeah. Agoraphobia. Nah, it's just, it's just people ain't taking this shit seriously. And I'm Mac serious be wearing a bubble. Max no, no. I, I, listen, on, like on one level, I, I agree with you. I, I and, and, said yesterday and, that and my personal space mattered before this. Now, no, nah, I'm not doing it. No, yeah. No. I was saying uh, at the park, there was a basketball tournament. Everyone was sitting right next to each other. I saw no one wearing a mask. The referees certainly didn't have a mask. The players didn't have a mask on. I was like, yo, this is this is the COVID ball right here. Nah, B. <laughs> nah, B. 
Because what I found um, at the park that's not too far from us, people are respectful. And if you're on the track, either they'll run right by you just to keep the you know, safe distance. Or a lot of people work out in the center of the track. So it's, it's like the new gym with a lot more space. And I found that people are more respectful because if you look at it this way, these are the people who are trying to remain healthy. So they're not going to be up on you. So go to the track, bro. They, 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 they too far up on me. I'm about to go out to Long Island or go oh, to the well, mountains. You know, you're a bear, like so this is different. I'm about, to, I'm, about to go, I'm about to go out in the mountains or some shit. The <laughs> wilderness is calling. Yes. I, I can't do it. Man. <laughs> I can't do it. Amazon, I order my groceries. Can't do it. Can't do it. You yeah, you, you know people. what? You know what? For real, though, you you, I, I, I can understand where you're coming from because I think what's happening is you've been in the house too long. And now you're becoming agoraphobic. And see, I, I'm, I'm fucking with you because I get up and go to work every day with a mask on. So I don't really, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, this is what I got to do. So you don't, you just go out the house, man. You, you, trust me, you, if you're walking down the block, there's, there's not like there's 30 people on the street with you. Just walk Mac, down the block. Mac, my, my man, Mac, my man. When I walk outside, Mac. there's 30 people. Nigga, when I'm on a train, there's 100 people. He's trapped in a he's trapped in a dirty tunnel with 30 people who have COVID. I keep that shit over there, man. This is a story about a young man who's scared of COVID (laughs) to the point where he won't even go out the house. Total number of COVID cases. In terms of mortality, fatality, the numbers. People are not wearing fucking masks. They're not social distancing. People ain't taking this shit seriously. I can't, I can't deal, B. Open up. Shut the fuck up. I was a, a homebody before. I was a homebody before. Now I'm like, I'm good with this. I'm good with it. And I work at home. So like this shit don't really affect me. Like it affects well, Wait a minute. People. You were talking about going to the March on Washington in August. Yeah, I will do that. And you're talking about getting on a fucking plane to go somewhere. I will do that. He's yeah, I will COVID. do that. Good it don't sound like he's going to do it. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be in the front row, Good night, but, I'll, hold, but I'll go. I'll hold go. up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'll go. But I mean, <laughs> he's I'm not, just not talking about gonna getting on a plane. He was talking about getting on a plane and taking a vacation. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, I'm going to do that, But too. you're scared to walk down your block. I think it's because... I'm not scared to walk down my block. I'm not scared to walk down my block. I think I know what it is now. There's a lack of... In other words, listen, when you fly and when you travel... Max prejudice against Latinos. Listen, listen. And he thinks listen. they have COVID. Listen, <laughs> I'm not prejudiced Facts. against Latinos. No. Let me stop. When, with when you. you, when you, when you, no, 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 no. When you, when you, when you go onto a plane or whatever, there's protocols, right? So you walk up, they take your temperature, where's your COVID test? There's a protocol. There's no fucking protocol to go to Associated. There's but you're no wearing a protocol. mask, right? But eight motherfuckers in there aren't. The mask is is to protect so, others. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Time out. Time the out. mask is to protect and you. No, right? That's what, not what, true. What's, no, the mask, the mask what's the protocol is, during the march? What's the protocol during the march? There's no protocol during the march. Motherfuckers is doing what they do. I mean, gave me a so big you, old COVID kiss, going? baby. So how are you reconciling yeah, I, that I'm in gonna, your mind? I'm going to try. I'm going to try to work it out. If you don't feel safe, or I don't feel like there was too many motherfuckers. Have I you been to a march before? Yes. There's, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm well, really a good. A good march is going to have a lot of people. A lot of people. Have you been like to baby marches? Like... We're no, I've been to real marches. I've been to like some bullshit. I, pro- I protested against the Iraq War. I did all. I did a lot of that. But nah. But I, but I, I'm just saying, like, and I would also hope that pe- at the brothers at the march would be more respectful of kind of like what's going on. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. I know you thought last week was bad, but let me tell you about this week in racism. Brianna Taylor. A lot of us have been passing around a lot of links and videos regarding the Brianna Taylor case because her killers have not only not been arrested, they have not um, even been brought in for questioning, as far as we know, other than typical police protocol. And Vice and some other news outlets have been doing, shout out to Vice, by the way, have been doing a good job of uncovering why that is. And it seems as though um, the local government. Uh, the politicians, the police, as well as some local developers are in bed together, allegedly. And a lot of that is starting to be uncovered in terms of 
Um, they're trying to get some of the citizens out. The lo- They were trying to get some of the local citizens out so that they could gentrify the neighborhood, redevelop it, and, and move some of the people of color out of it. And in that entire process, uh, they were given Breonna Taylor's address. It was done erroneously. And unfortunately, Breonna Taylor was killed. And then they submitted a report, a blank report, and there has been no repercussions. So has everyone seen the report? How do we feel? And by the way, we give her a lot of shit, but shout out to Oprah for putting Breonna Taylor on the cover um, when she's- No, we ain't giving her a shout out for biting us. (laughs) I was getting ready to say, but we did it first. (laughs) We did it first. And you know what? I want to shout L out because I gave you shit about that. I gave you a little shit about that, but that was the right thing to do. So- um, yeah, but how do y'all feel about that? And, and and what are your thoughts, gentlemen? Well, I think Oprah putting her on the cover of O Magazine is probably one of the biggest moves to push this case forward. Mm. Oprah's audience is middle-class white women. That's her biggest, that's her biggest part of her demographic. So she's putting it right in their faces. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the 20 years that the magazine has been around uh, or more, Oprah's been on every cover except for this one. If, if that's not making a statement, I don't know what is. I agree. I think it's it's it, it was a dope move. I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a bold move. I think it's a little bit late, but you know, I don't know what her production schedule is. I would like to see more people at, at that level start to bring even more um, scrutiny to what's happening in Louisville, uh, especially now with these new, uh, the Vice report. And just so everyone knows who's listening, if you want to go check out that Vice report, I think it's the one that aired July 29th. Actually, there's two. One is the 28th and one's the 29th. If you want to get caught up on some new developments that are happening in the case. But yeah, shout out to Oprah. She got it right this time. Um, I want to s- send a big fuck you shout out to uh, Brett Hackinson. Jonathan Mattingly and Miles Cosgrove and Joshua James. I, I feel like the fucking fuck those officers, mm. especially Officer Brett Hackinson, who had 103 pages, all right, of brutality uh, cases against him and, and, and just records of him doing shit. Mm. And the fact that he's still an officer, and not only was he an officer, but the motherfucker, they promoted him to where he was in charge of, he was a part of like the union or basically in charge of how to do a job as an officer. I can't think of the actual... Like or some type of professional... Uh... Yes, yes. Even though he had a, a 103 pages of just fuckery and, and cases against him and, and, and almost... And, and, and out of all of them, he was only charged with, I think, three or four of them. And he had 103 pages of shit. And he was the worst of the bunch, right? And the fact that they're only highlighting the three officers when there was clearly at least seven or eight officers at the scene at the time, none of them had on body cameras. It's just fucked up. And, 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 and it's definitely a cover up and, and a big fuck you to the mayor Fisher for lying straight, being a fucking liar and saying, you know, just bullshit. And when you watch the interview, this guy, I mean, he's stuttering Stanley, yo, he can't even fucking get out a clear thought without you can, you know, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking liar. The whole system over there is a bunch of bullshit. They're a bunch of liars. And it's fucked I, up. I've said this before, but in in the best case scenario, these people are so incompetent at their job that it caused somebody to die. Mm-hmm. But with this new information that this lawyer has uncovered that is talking about gentrification, this just looks like more blunders on top of blunders and who knows how far up this shit goes. I think it goes all the way up to the mayor, quite possibly. Like he knows everything that's going on. And Man, I, would, I would want to, I would want to see what he's invested in. I think I it goes higher than the mayor. I think it goes to the AG. I think it goes to the fucking, it goes to the governor. It might even go to Mitch. Who the fuck knows? Bitch McConnell. All right. But, uh, Mitch but, McConnell. What, um, I found fascinating. I, I, I read a little bit about the Vision Russell plan. And I don't know if you guys realize, but the premise is, is to maintain a, a well-balanced uh, neighborhood. So you have uh, lower income, middle income, and high income all kind of blending into this neighborhood. But the people who are there now residing in the Russell neighborhood are low income. So they are actually being moved or have been being moved or relocated with the expectation that somehow they're going to be moved back into this neighborhood. <laughs> now, 
Exactly. What, the median, what is the, the real income? I'm sorry, Al. The median income in that neighborhood is fifteen thousand right. dollars so a year. Realistically, wow. who really believes that these people are going to be re relocated uh, back into their neighborhood? No, not one. at all. Not at all. Because when I read that, it's it's a two minute drive from the uh, business district and like a five minute walk from the business district. There's, there's no way that that whole nope. area is going to be fully gentrified. And there is no way that they're moving even a half of the people who have been now displaced back into that uh, neighborhood. And, and just do and, like put them on a two year lease and then get them out of there. And just this and just this week, Trump signed as, that, as that, as that as Trump took away those protections. So now he would he would he make the statement on on Twitter where now now middle class people don't have to worry about low income people being in their, in their neighborhoods. He's a troll, B. He's a so troll. Of, Come on. No, but no, you know but what? Saying, no, that's, that's an interesting. That's, the that's, that's, that's an, the problem. But that's an interesting statement for him to make, particularly in this moment of time, because what we do know is he has uh, diarrhea of the brain, and what he will spit out, what someone puts in his head uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that is also a connection that he's trying to make, because he probably talked to someone and they were like, "Well, this is what's happened down in Kentucky." And oh, well, these poor people won't be moving back there. He was talking. He was talking to Mitch. Mitch yeah, was like I got a tip for you. Obviously, that's all speculation. But I'm just saying that the audacity is so blatant right now that you would move people out of their home on the promise that you are going to move them back or even a portion of them back, knowing full well you have no intention whatsoever in in honoring that promise. You know, and, and, and most and most probably won't want to move back. Won't want to. Right. Because you've settled. Now your kids are going right. to this school and you're in a neighborhood. And right. So two, three years later, here. four years, who's moving? Who's moving back? But, you know, what's, what's crazy is that before the Breonna Taylor situation, there was a, a another uh, uh, police situation like that where they broke into this man's house and that he was also interviewed on that vice thing. And he tried to make several complaints and and he actually brought a lawsuit and he dismissed everything. So no. this is this cover up, this type of thing. How many other people who might have been shot by the police in that situation? And they, they even talked about that. That police department has a, 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 a an extremely high record of shooting people. Hmm. So it's like how many people who got caught up in the mix, who might have been stopped, who might have been in their driveway, who got who and, and they blamed it on something else. They blame it on gang activity because the neighborhood, that particular block, Elliott was Elliott Avenue, Elliott Street. Is 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 a bad block, quote unquote, and they've already bought damn near half the block up. Yep, and one and person the mi- sold a house for a dollar. And in the midst of all of this, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron just got married on Friday wow. with Mitch McConnell in attendance. Mm. What? He's Mitch McConnell's uh, protege with Mitch wow. McConnell in attendance, and they, and he has done nothing to prosecute, bring charges against investigate the officers that have killed Breonna Taylor. So well, we are this going is to Illuminati entrance. So, you so just, entrance. you're just telling me that there is no hope. No, I'm not. So what we're, so what we're going to ask all of our listeners to do is give attorney general Dan, Daniel Cameron a call. And Daniel Cameron's phone number is 502-696-5300. That's 502 6 nine six five three zero zero and his email is attorney.general at ag.ky.gov we'll put all this on social media and then you can also reach out to the governor andy bashar at 502-564-2611 and jefferson county's commonwealth attorney thomas wine at 502-595-2300 so we're asking all of our listeners, if you like the show, if you support the show, if you want to see justice for Breonna Taylor, give them a call. Tell them we sent you. You know, that's that's new information. Like, I didn't know that that KG was was actually sitting under Mitch's nuts. And he's black. For anybody who's listening to the show who doesn't know, he's black. Just yeah. FYI, sidebar. That, not an excuse. That, not a pass. Well, that to all, me, all that skin to me folk doesn't. Your folk. Facts. That that to me does not um, sound hopeful because if there's no state case against these police officers, there won't be a federal case against these police officers. 
I'm I'm more hopeful. I'm a little bit more optimistic if we have a new administration and a new yes. AG. Because the fact yeah, that the AG has not, well, the fact yeah, that the right. AG has not stepped in on this is shameful. We're not going to see it in this administration. No, we're not. No, we're not. God damn. That makes me so fucking angry. Well, you know, it is what it is. That's, this is what the fuck they do, B. That's what they do. This is America. The fact that that fucking turkey neck motherfucker was at his wedding tells you what, it, 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 that speaks That's values. All especially, all and what's crazy is that he had the balls enough to go to this dude's wedding Knowing what's going on, that tell that 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 that's confirmation for me. That's confirmation for me. That just tells me that he's probably involved in this. And you know, real estate is 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 real estate is about control and is about money. And you know, the shit that they're doing there is the same shit that pro- that's happened everywhere. It happened in Jersey City. It happened in Brooklyn. It happened everywhere. That's how Brooklyn got gentrified because before gentrification, Brooklyn was Brooklyn, and then they started putting the cops. Then they started putting cameras. Then they increased patrols. Then they put the cop in the box and that fucking tower thing. They did this. They're doing the same thing right now in Jersey City, right within four or five blocks. From me. The Hasidics have moved in. And because the Hasidics have money and power and political control, they have got the police presence. You go out on Martin Luther King Boulevard right now. There's a cop about every four blocks just stationed out there with the lights on just to deter any type of criminal activity, any activity, period. And it's a miracle that a, a young a young kid hasn't gotten killed around here because, you know, you you increase police presence and you get a motherfucker who don't care. And then you get another George Floyd. And that, and the fact that it hasn't happened in Jersey City, is, I'm, 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 it's a shock to me, honestly, with the, the way they've increased police presence within blocks from here. And it's all about pushing the element out, pushing black folks out and then having these people come in and, and, and build these houses and price them out. And, and it, it started happening years ago. It started happening, unfortunately, with the Obama administration when he started to lower the benefits with some of these people. And they were forced out of where I was living in the building. There was a, a, a family that got forced out because they couldn't pay the difference. Mm. And that shit is that shit is happening in Jersey right now, except they don't they're not breaking into houses that I know of. And shit is probably happening in a lot of communities around the, around the country. We just don't it, know. It, it definitely is. Well, we want to shout out to Brianna Taylor and her family. And with that said, gentlemen, we're going to put one back for Brianna Taylor. What are you guys drinking? This week's libation. Guinness. With a, with a number in it? Oh, step up. How is it? <laughs> How is that, man? How is it? It's actually really good. And I'm glad it's good because it's a thousand <laughs> mil and it's going to be around for a little while. But it's 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 actually pretty good. Um, You're not going to have half of it, bro. You're not going to have I should have tried some of that yesterday, but it was too fucking hot in your backyard to be drinking whiskey. <laughs> I would have fucking passed out. That was a that was a beer day. I thought all I had in there was Woodford Reserve and I was bored with the Woodford Reserve. And I looked behind a bottle of wine and I realized I still had some basil Hayden. But fucking crazy. Basil basil Hayden. Hayden. Well, so I'm trying well. to wrap up the basil. Basil. I'm mm. trying to wrap up the basil Hayden, which is basil also Kentucky. Hayden. So fuck. Yeah, well, okay. you know, they make yeah, good whiskey. Oh, as you guys know, I'm just struggling so far. So um I actually bought a bottle of uh Uncle Nearest black label, but I did um also buy eighteen hundred coconut. That's what I'm sipping on right now. I'm in a tequila phase right now, brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're transitioning. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, it's summertime, you know, try something a little different for a couple of weeks. He's like, I only drink it brown when it's cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> I drink brown when it's going down. Yes. When it's cold outside. <laughs> oh, man. So what did we learn today, fellas? Did we learn anything? Not at all. What did we learn I, today? I learned that this system is sneaky as fuck. And you can never you, you can never say never. Because the minute you think that it can't get any worse than this, you watch fucking Vice News and you see some shit like this was oh, going down in Kentucky. Oh my beer. <laughs> exactly. Oh my some, beer. There's a town in America going, wait till you see what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You study the rules. You think you know the rules. You figure out the rules. You play the rules. And they just change it. So fuck it. Facts. They just change the rules. I learned that my brothers have way too many first world problems. And uh, no, I, you know, I, I learned this week that um, 
you have to count your blessings. You need to appreciate what you do have, lest you lose what you do have. And I'm very fortunate and I feel very grateful for what I do have. And I want to, I want to, I, I want to put my gratitude out there as much as I can every day because um, I appreciate where I'm at. I learned that I'm a straight rider. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with me. <laughs> Better have my grub hub or I'm going to you. Fucking with my foodie. <laughs> That's what I learned. All right. Well, this has been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. We want to thank everybody for listening. Please, if you like the podcast, what we're going to ask you for this week, we usually ask you guys to go over to Patreon and Feed a Hungry Podcast. And if you feel like doing that, you can. Patreon.com backslash Decoding 40. But what we're going to ask all of our listeners today is please call for Breonna Taylor. Also, register to vote. Vote.org. You already know who's in the presidential race. Find out who is on your local Who's who's running locally? Yes. Yes. So vote, call for Brianna Taylor. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. 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 Peace.